What is up, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is going to be the F1 episode, and we're going to talk about everything from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's go. Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about ash juice. <laughs> I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned oh, over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Okay, I'm Nicky Fermich, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. So jumping in the shout-outs, David. Jana. Scott. Bobby G. Taylor. Kid. Travis. Wayne. Scott and Lisa. Stripwalking. Chef Timoni. Don. Neil. And Hayden. Renee. Can't forget Renee. So let's jump into this F1 topic. Was it a spectacle that everybody thought it was going to be? I thought Vegas and different parts of the Strip and all around town were just absolutely a ghost town. And you were there. So I was we, there. You were there. I went, you. I went purposely. And we're in the flesh, you... we're walking the Strip, walking downtown every night. So you saw both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. I wanted to see what it was going to be like. Right. right. I wanted to see, not only know I didn't go and pay for the race. But did I get views of the grandstands and platforms? Yes. Did I get views from different areas of the strip? Yes. Did I watch parts of it for free? Absolutely. Right. But there was a lot going on with all of this. And I mainly wanted to see what the environment, what the vibe like was going to be, right? Boy, was there a lot that went into this. So now, mind you, this is a sport. When we were talking about this, I did a few live streams on TikTok and we talked about, you know, is F1 here to stay? A lot of people are saying, hopefully this is done next year. It's a one year and done type thing. F1's here for the next <laughs> 10 years. I don't know where everybody's getting this impression, but it's going to be here for a while. Well, I think initially they signed the contract. They said it's a 10 year deal, but they thought with so much friction by some people yeah, right. that after the first year, maybe they'd be like, yeah, it isn't worth it. Whoa. But I mean, when you put this much money into a city, I don't I don't see it in F1's interest to back out either. I mean, they they built a whole new paddock building Absolutely. just for this. I don't see them trying to want and done it. And bottom line is it brought in a lot of money. It brought it, yeah, the money's they're already talking about the numbers and this And is the numbers went be, well. It wasn't This is going to be interesting cuz they're saying with the whales that came into town that it covered whatever right. attendance of people that weren't there, right? right. That would have played. But dealers over at the wind supposedly made how much that week? Like 2000 each. Like yeah, they said you you would read yeah, you would read initially a million dollars that they got brought in. Um I read by late Vegas locally reported 700,000. Yeah. And amongst the dealers, it equaled like a $2,000 okay. payout, you know, at the end of the night or weekend. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. Right. So this whole thing, I'm not going to lie, it was a pain in the ass for the setup. I think everybody would agree. Right. Locals, everybody who's been in town trying to get around the strip, the traffic, everything around, it's been a headache, right? There's 
a lot of question marks about how long is this stuff going to take. We're going to cover all that stuff, but we're going to also cover two different perspectives of the race. Right. Like, like, like I said, I got you guys different areas and where you guys are going to be able to see for free and the best spots. Not only that, but I also got a perspective from our buddy Shant, who was in one of the VIP suites, right. who had one of the balcony accesses and told me a little bit what his experience was about and how different they both yeah. were, right? And I asked him, would he go again next year? So we'll cover into that kind of stuff as well. Was it a spectacle like everybody said it was going to be? I think, honestly, it could have been even bigger. Because of the draw, I don't see a lot. So this was a big one that came up a lot on the live streams. Is there a lot of people in town? I didn't feel like there was a lot of people in town. I didn't feel like Vegas was what Vegas usually is. As right? opposed to, say, like NCAA weekend. Memorial Day. March Madness. Like that. Yes. Uh, New Year's Super Eve. Super Bowl. Stuff like that. Just busy. Right. Right. So I'm used to that. So I was expecting busy. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of that. I even put a video up on social media. I put, hey, look, there's probably 10 people inside of the piano. And a lot of people, oh, who the hell is hanging out at the piano bar? That's a popular spot at the end of the day. Right. Packed packed with people every time i walk by it's packed it doesn't matter whether you like it or not it's a popular place yeah. for folks right so what i found interesting is everything that was going around the attendance i didn't see a lot of people there running into fans who actually knew this sport right we don't know i don't i'll be the first right. one you to said tell you, you ran into a few that know. they were like this person's this this one's in first this one has this many points and i you know listen guys i didn't know anything yeah. about this sport a couple of friends had told me to go watch this documentary which i told you about on netflix right like a night before the race yeah. they, or the night before i was leaving for the race they told me this i was like i don't have time I'm trying right. to get ready well i end up going and you're absolutely right. From somebody who didn't go to the race and went to go check it out from different angles and give you a video of it and stuff, so many fans that were there gave me different insights right. on who the best racers are, what the sport's about. One lady during the night of a live stream was watching it on her phone right. on F1 TV. So from the helicopter's perspective. Right. So not only are we on the sidelines watching these cars zoom by on the strip over 200 miles an hour, but we're also watching these quote unquote sparks fly up everywhere. Right. Yeah. But she's also showing us the sphere and how the final lap, the checkered flag came out and how they want to do more of this stuff on the right. strip all the signs sync it all up to the f1 race right was it a spectacle was it cool to see let's talk about the good before we get mm -hmm. into some more questions because the sights and sounds of this thing glamorous especially in different parts like ellis island you said and even not being a, a race fan you were like hearing it was overwhelming it, it, it was like a wow it was it was the weirdest sound to try to describe not right. only like part jet flying by you but there was a part where it flies by you and mind you we're on the street walking next to these right. cars flying by you walking just kind of leaves you in awe right you hear like a <laughs> and then once it gets farther you hear like a boink it was is weird but it was so cool you can feel the vibrations yeah. of everything that you're standing on the buildings at caesars were shaking when these cars would pass by like it was a Amazing that the speed that these things. Season. Yes, I mean, so let's talk about the first night of practice, right? The I met some fans who the first night, eight minutes, nine minutes into the race, one of the cars had hit a drain valve, which yeah. came loose, ruined the car. Guy got penalized, right? So ended the practice. Those people that were at the grandstands that paid for night one ended up getting kicked out, right? Yeah. Well. It sucked for the lady that I was talking to who was in front of Caesars with me because we were watching this race take place and she was one of the persons who told me I only came for tonight, which was the, I want to say Thursday. 
Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So she says, I booked my ticket only for tonight to see the practice one session and we didn't really get to watch anything. So, and not only that, once it was over, they kicked us out. So she's heard that they were gonna start a second attempt to get a race going at 2.30 in the morning. Right? Yeah. And my dumbass just happened to be in the area <laughs> still. So I heard this and saw F1's post on Twitter and I thought, well, I'm gonna go back to that area I was at. And sure enough, that's where this lady showed up. She started telling me, everything about the race. They had it in Austin. She's from Texas and they have it in Miami as well. And she's like, look, it's like a circuit thing and there's real top racers that you want. But right now, this is the best guy. This is who you should bet on. I said, well, if I wanted to bet, who should I bet? So she's telling me who I should bet on. Uh, and your guy and won, what? right? Yeah, absolutely. Won. I bet, I think it was $30. Van, and Van or something? Van yeah, Vander. Yeah, he was the max guy yeah. for Red Bull. Yeah, that's all she kept saying. Just think max, Red Bull, that's all you got to know. I was like, I like Monster. She's all, shut up, Red Bull. Yeah, and she was so awesome. She was awesome, right? Stood out there with me freezing for like two hours watching this practice session. It was really cool. Well, I met a lot of people, like you said, who just knew about this sport, right? right? And so they kept telling us stuff about what takes place in the history and yeah. all the things. And the more and more you hear about it, you're like, this is actually pretty cool. Right. And you're hearing more about it and you see all these people walking around with their shirts and gears. They don't have like a jersey. They have like a, a, it's like a polo shirt. Yeah, like, like a polo. polo shirt. Yeah. And it's got all the uh, different yeah. sponsors Logos, and stuff, yeah. right? I saw Vegas Matt. He had a Did he? shirt yeah, on yeah. in some of his videos. And he said, this is F1 weekend. And They had shirts running up to $200. Right. Yeah. It, this is definitely a sport for the more affluent. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, I mean, it's, it's one of those that brings in the affluent. Absolutely. And because of that, I think Vegas did well. Right. And... Yes, it all comes, and hopefully it comes to where it didn't hurt, you know, at right. the end of the day. F1 had said they had their over 300,000 in attendance, which could have been sales from each day in ticket Probably, sales, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's where we're, we, we still have a big question mark. We'll yeah. see all that towards the end of December when the numbers come out. But a lot of questions that kept coming out with, was, was it worth it right. to cancel your trip around it happening? I think it's like any other event. No, just new thing that comes to town. I mean, they're going to go through their growing pains, but overall, they're going to iron out their kinks. No, 100%. They, every yeah. year, it's going to get smoother. They're going to yeah. understand, you know, how to make the monorail easier, how to make the walker walking things better, yes. you know, how to break everything down faster yes. as opposed to right now. It'll get better. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the negativity is it was such an such a problem them closing roads down for this first time. It was like six or eight months of them yeah. constantly closing things down, yeah. building the bridges, building this. Yeah. I think it'll get easier in the years to come. I think so. I think it's going to, as it becomes more popular here in the right. States and people be, know more about it, right. they're going to start to be inclined to take more interest to go. Right. Um, getting the question, I kept getting the question about, should I cancel my trip around this? Is it inconvenient? And honestly, no. Why not be out there and check out all right. this stuff happening? You don't have to take place. If you you're true, I think if you're a true tourist, the it kind of impedes on what you want to see. If you want to see the the fountains, yes, the Bellagio fountains, and do that kind of touristy stuff, right? That's that's gonna impede on your trip. But if that's not the only thing you're coming to the country for, or coming to Vegas for, then yeah, you, you still have the casinos, you still have the sphere, you still have the high roller, you have those other experiences that can encompass Vegas, you can have just as much fun. But if you want the true what you see in the movies, you can't walk down the strip like normal. 
No, so, absolutely not. And that's one thing is I wanted to talk about different perspectives and views. So there was three views that really stuck out to me. One was on front of Caesars. They have what's called the purple zebra in front of the absence show area. There's a walkway there that leads right out to the actual strip. And that whole area is open. And that's a big old bar at that purple zebra place. And you can hang out and just watch the race there. I saw the same couple there sitting there two days in a row. <laughs> they just had the perfect seat. And so the next day when I showed up, I was like, oh, you're back. They're like, hey, you too. Smart. Yeah. So it's funny. There's different areas. So right there at Caesars, right in front of the purple zebra spot, check it out. You can have a viewing space. They don't put up fence because that's where the main cleanup crew is, right? So they make sure if anything happens on the track, they can access the track right away. There's no barriers, okay. so you can see it. Another one was actually in front of Venetian. Venetian, as everybody knows, took, cover, took out the gondola right. the water and everything. So they have these platforms up there for people to be able to view. Well, there's no barriers on that fence either. They can actually see the cars pass by. But if you're actually walking in front of Venetian on the walkway, you can actually see the race there too and have a pretty good view. I streamed there for about an hour one night. And people are like, this is really, really close. Yeah. It's, it's so fast. These cars pass by. It yeah. doesn't matter where you, you sit. Yeah, it's like they're zipping through. Unless you're really sitting at like a turn, like around this sphere or something, it's going to slow. The cars are going to slow right. down. You'll, but I don't think that's exciting as seeing a car zoom right. over 200 miles an hour down. And again, another spot was the fashion show mall. There's a walkway bridge, and we'll talk about bridges in a second because that was a big topic, <laughs> is before you even get on the bridge, it's an actual turn for the F1 cars and you can actually see the whole thing because there's another cleanup crew area so no barriers on the fence and you can actually walk the, watch the race there and they weren't chasing anybody out because we were watching it during all the practices right and yeah you got a really cool view I actually stood there for one of the night stream on TikTok and they had in between the practice sessions of the F1 cars they had like Porsches and Mustangs and all these different cars racing on the actual track and stuff. So there was races going on within right. the practice. That's cool because then it occupies you, you have know, more to see. Yes. yes. So it was cool because you saw Porsches and I mean everything. Ferraris flying down the street like that's nothing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It was actually really cool. And that's just the bonus, right? Plus all these pop-up fan fest areas, which I thought was really cool. So drivers, right? They had one of this Williams teams racing in front of the New York, New York on that Brooklyn Bridge area. Yeah. This whole thing was decked out. Williams racing. They had TVs everywhere. F1 simulator driving things that you can actually try and race and see a whole Vegas backdrop of the actual game, right? It's so cool and all free. Right. Food, drinks, everything. You can just hang out there and just watch the race there free. Yeah. And still cool. hear the sights and sounds of everything taking place, right? Ultimately... What I posted about is one of the best views that I thought is just chilling out at a bar. Yeah, watching watch this thing and seeing the views of yeah. Vegas. We know we love Vegas. It'd be like, it would be equivalent to going to Circa on a football Sunday and watching it on the big screens. You can have just as much fun because you get those fans that are going to get involved as well. Well, and it says something else to that too, right? About So when you're at the race, so I went in front of Ellis Island. I was talking to the ladies, Christina and Anna. I asked them both nights when I went down there, hey, you guys sold out everything? They're like, yeah, actually. So one night, Anna was like, hey, come over this way. You can actually check out from the viewing platform, which they had there. Or there was the grandstands, right? So she was like, just come over this way. But every side you went through had the metal detectors right. and stuff like that. So I went through the metal detectors with her and security. Was, I was like, dude, I'm just going to be a minute. And I went up there and saw the view. Now, they had a great view. 
right? Uh, I mean, they had a straightaway too, right in right. front of Ellis Island, which was cool because they were flying by, like I said. They also had these grandstands that went all the way down their hotel parking lot, and right, and so that's they smart. made bang. Yeah, they made smart. bang. They were sold out every night. They they made bang, right? So they were super busy. Ellis Island, I've never seen busier before in my life. Which I like to this, see for the smaller casinos because that's you know absolutely right. And yeah. this was main race night that I was at Ellis Island. Spent most of my night there. Most of the practice nights, like I said, I roamed all over different areas of the strip. This main race night was absolutely awesome right it, the lights of the grandstands from the f1 side that go down to uh, ellis island and that are flashing on you and then ellis island's got this whole viewing area that's just facing all of that party right, right. so no, everything that's happening you get to hear the commentary of the race and who's took in this position and it was really neat but it's like being at a football game or a baseball game you're really just watching what's happening right. and they're coming by you in the vicinity, right? Then it takes place all around the other parts of town. So unless you're actually at the race and in the grandstands getting audio of what's taking place, you really hard, don't yeah. know. So I thought so I thought TV was the best way to ultimately watch this. Right, because you could see the whole thing Absolutely. and get the commentary as well. So let's talk about our buddy Sean's experience. We talked about getting the VIP, had these hospitality tickets, and he's good with me saying any of this because I kept asking him questions <laughs> about everything, right? He know he knows why. And so I, I told him, like, dude, I'd love to get your perspective of everything. He said that they were actually right in the front of the Virgin area. So they actually had a viewing platform that was viewing over to the F1 paddock area. Okay. So he was with Derek Stevens in the Circa group. He's a big player there. He loves them. And that's his home, right? So anything that's happening in town, Sean's with them, right? So he said that even though it was a VIP area and stuff, it was just packed with so many people. Right. Now, this thing was raised up and they had a balcony viewing area. He says that no matter how early you got there, there was people there. And, you know, you're not. And he's like, they're not moving and you can't really see. But if you're inside, they have TVs and food and all unlimited drinks. He's like, which is really nice. He's like, but you really want to see outside. Right. He's like. So main race night, he ended up getting out front and staying put, him and a buddy. But he sent me a couple videos. And again, he had a turn, right? And it wasn't where they were picking up too much speed. But he had a view of the paddock area where the cars come in and pit and stuff like that, which is really cool. But he also said because there was so much people and he got to watch some of it on TV and trying to fight for space out on the balconies area and stuff like that. He's like, I think next year I'd rather kind of watch it you know, on TV and be able to see more of it because you kind of get to know what's going on. You hear the right. audio of what's actually taking place during the race. And from what I understand, this was a very exciting race for F1 because everything was so close. A couple crashes, um, the practice nights leading up to it. The first night we talked about the drain cover, so that ended practice early. Ruined the guy's car, He got and he got penalized for it, which didn't really make sense. But there was a lot of people talking about that. The second night, a uh, tire flew off of one of the vehicles. Yeah, and so that said. ended the practice as well. And the, again, just the main night, one of the guys wrecked out in the big race. And a lot of position changes up in the top. And the Red Bull guys, you know, were the guys I was told, hey, the ones you want to bet on are, you know, <laughs> the Red Bull guys. Because they're just, they've had the longest, strongest team for so long. And learning a lot about these F1 people, they know their sports. Oh, like yeah. us with football oh, yeah. and stuff we feel like right we know this where they know their stuff and where these guys started and lewis hamilton has been at it for years yeah. and he's well known for so many different sports and i'm like getting a full-on lecture I, I, which I, was cool i kind of feel like that was 
kind of the push against F1 in Vegas as well, a little bit of it, mm -hmm. is the United States is not home to big Formula oh, One fans. No, no, um, so that, is, as opposed to, you know, Vegas took in the new hockey team with yeah, open arms. Right. They took in the WNBA team mm -hmm. with open arms, which aren't huge, huge sports in the United States. Hockey is, but I mean, yeah, the WNBA is. by far isn't. Yeah. And they took them in with open arms and it's been well received. Yeah. So when the... It, there was such a push against the F1 stuff. And I know a lot of it was because of construction and right. just pains in the asses for lo locals, especially mm -hmm. in Vegas. Mm -hmm. it, if you're not a fan, if you're a fan, it, it's different. You sacrifice. And you're like, okay, it's still going to be great. Yes. yes. If you're not a fan, then it's like, this is just raining on my parade here. Yes. Like my everyday is being, you know, talked to shit, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I really think it's perspective. The good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. We're indifferent fans, Julian and I. Like we're not not fans we don't hate the sport but we don't we're not we we don't follow it we're either. not die hard either no that's then that's what i'm getting from this is the fans who follow this thing are obviously going to come to vegas from a different country right. and blow money and not care and enjoy it and the atmosphere on the monorails going to the race and stuff mind you guys i parked at sahara which was totally free the first couple of nights the last night which was interesting i told kelly i was like apparently okay so this is where it gets good i go to the parking <laughs> garage right now, drive it up and the same guy sees me from the prior two nights right and he knows i'm getting there about 4 30 i'm gonna go and try to park early for free at sahara because i'm going to the race right he knows i'm gonna ride the monorail right. over he knows I'm, I'm not trying to break the bank right i'm trying to save money and so of course i go to sahara Sahara, I parked first two nights. The third night, they're charging for the main race night. Right. Like $30, right? And so I drive in. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I remember you. I was like, what's up, brother? He's like, I just let you know we're charging tonight. He's like, but you've been really cool. So when you get up there to the main guy, just tell him that you're, you know, you're here to see Magic Mike, the Magic Mike show. He's like, tell him you got front row too. Brag about it, right? And I'm like, what? And so I get up there. I'm like, hey, bro, I got Magic Mike tickets. I'm here front row tonight. He's like, oh, you're good. You don't have to pay, bro. You're good to go. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm driving up. And I throw a peace sign out to the guy who's all the way at the bottom. He's like, hell yeah. It was great, man. It was great, right? And these interactions I love. And so, so you're saying next year you're going to take me to Magic Mike. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's go. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because we need a review of that one. <laughs> That's right, right. Yeah, of course. For the show purposes, of I course. will do an in-depth review, no problem. Make sure to take you up on stage. <laughs> That's right. So let's talk a little bit about another topic that people kept talking about, is how fast would it be to clean this stuff up? This was a big topic. Right. How quick is this going to take place? And the first couple of days after the race, I in was... Initial reports, because I was listening to... Uh... 360 Vegas a little bit today. And they they were saying that they had read initial reports were going to be two weeks. And then yeah. right after the race, then they moved it to six to eight weeks. Yeah. And what did you think? So the next day, I noticed the grandstands. Now, mind you guys, I was all over the strip to see how this stuff was going on. By the sphere and stuff, I didn't really walk over because that's a lot of walking. Uh, I'm a crackhead, but not that bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I get over to the main area of the fountains. Mm-hmm. Very next day, the big grandstands in front of the fountains, one of the sections, now mind you, this is big, the whole VIP area, all the glass panels are taken out. Everything's been gutted. There's wires hanging. They're literally taking everything down. In a You're matter. talking, what, 12 hours later? 100%. I mean, yeah. That's just, yeah, 100%, 12 hours. So later on that night, I go to Aria and I come back, the whole next building, all the glass panels right. are out. So they're moving. They got all the main center barriers, cement barriers. Yeah. 
truckloads happening 24 yeah. seven removing these things. So they, they know the important they know the importance of removal so, so yes. Vegas can get back to norm yes. or as much as possible. And there's going to so. be some things that remain. So right. let's talk about this one, and I want to highlight this bridge that's in front of Ellis Island. Right, it's this makeshift bridge that overpasses Colville, so the cars can go under. By the way. There's a walkway, right? So when you go from the bridge, you're walking along a walkway that's surrounded by, we'll have to get in a walkway still. The walkway, this walkway was the weirdest one out of all of them <laughs> I've seen all weekend. This one was metaled all the way through, right? So everywhere around you was all metal. You couldn't see out, you can, nothing. But what was weird at one point when I was walking by on one of the practice nights and I went over on this mm -hmm. walkway, this whole thing was vibrating <laughs> and loud, right? So the cars going under was just shaking this thing. I'm like, I got to get the hell off this thing. Yeah. It was loud, right? And this makeshift bridge for the cars, that's become a big distraction. They were talking about it was going to be removed. It was going to take a month or so to get it out. They're talking about leaving it permanently, right? I actually went on this bridge three different times to get over from the race to the race. I parked at Tuscany one day when I was meeting up with another fellow content creator. This bridge was very convenient. Yeah. It kept traffic going. There's no stopping. You avoid a light there at Coval, which was nice. Yeah. I, I found it very beneficial. So I think leaving it might actually be a yeah. better thing. And, and safer for pedestrians. Like Well, I saw 100%. I saw a few locals who kind of mentioned, by the way, you know, this actually is very yeah. convenient, this bridge. Getting that is safer. I mean, I, I thought that well, was actually that. One, one of the things to talk about is how quick they were actually turning over. So a lot of the concrete barriers are already gone from the yeah. race. The fences that were in the middle of the strip, those were gone day two, which was crazy because there were stacks of fences already the very right. next day, 12 hours offenses that they were already taken down yeah. so they were moving to get that and stuff i'm out. sure you know it is a new city that they're doing in yeah but they have years of experience of set up and clean up at all these towns so they know what they're doing i'm so glad you're saying this because this is another thing to think about they had a guy on the news um i just saw a clip of and he was from florida and he was visiting vegas at the time and he was talking about f1 they okay. asked him hey what are your thoughts on F1? He just happened to be in town at the time. He's like, well, I'm not here for the race, but I go to the race back at home. He's like, I will tell people in Las Vegas, listen to this. The first year, it was rough. Right. It, we didn't, they didn't know what they were doing. We didn't know what they were yeah. doing. He's like, the very next year, the entertainment got better. The organization got right. better. Everything got smoother. The prices came down for yeah. us locals. They go, everything came into fruition and now it's beloved in, in yes. Florida. So they're like, just give it time, guys. Bear with them. Take a deep breath. Yeah. And you guys might just fall in love. You'll be surprised. And for a lot of people that actually witnessed it, a lot of the content creators I saw were like, this was actually pretty right. freaking cool. And none of them were F1 fans no. before, you Ever. know, so it's yes. not like they were like, okay, we're going to love it no matter what. I ran it. Yes. I ran into a few when I was out yeah. on the strip live streaming who were like, what are your thoughts? I'm like, this is actually interesting because right. I really want to say as much as it took and it was a pain in the ass for it to become a thing and happen right. in Vegas it's really nice to see it all take place right. and to get the different perspectives and see it on TV and to see the city highlighted and on national TV and broadcasts around global. the world. They were global, yeah. yeah. yeah it's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. It's going to bring some attention. And that's what people said is, why do they have to have this? And obviously these people weren't from Vegas. They're like, but I don't understand why they had to do it here on the Strip. Like, it, you think people are going to watch this race as if it's if it's in North Las Vegas? Right. Come on now. Like, let's be real. Right. This is where your attention's at. And because... I, I was the same way. I'm like, couldn't they have done it like 
on the other side or yeah, right. one one road away. Right. But if you're watching it globally, you mm-hmm. want to see yeah. the main things that you see in movies on of the Las Vegas. You want to see the strip. You want to see the outline of the Paris Hotel, the Bellagio Fountains. You want to see that stuff as it's being broadcast, and broadcast sh- globally. And shout out to places you like know? the Sphere. When there was an accident, oh, yeah. the little guy with the helmet came yeah. on the screen and told everybody to slow down. Or- that could not have been a better time no. for for the MSG sphere yeah. to become alive. Yeah, it was so cool. A lot yeah, of the stuff I mean, they were doing, did you see the Las Vegas lights? That yes. They did? It was so cool. A yes. lot of the stuff they were doing was so neat. And the same thing goes to the sphere. I know we're talking about F1 on this show, but there was a lot of pushback, like, oh, it's $2 billion of, yeah. oh, it's going to be horrible. That thing is a global icon already. Yeah. And he, every single person that we have heard that have been to a concert or that postcard from the edge. Postcard from, from Earth, yeah. From Earth, yeah, yes. Postcard from Earth. Have had nothing but great things to say about that facility. Yeah. So, I mean, as much pushback as that has got, had, it's it's becoming an icon. Well, yeah. It's be- and, there and, is, and nothing but positive reviews. And there has been question marks already about, oh, well, the reports are showing that they're losing millions. Right. That was only yeah. the first couple of yeah. days of the last quarter. Of reporting. It's the same yeah. thing. It's yeah. in the long haul. I think it's every year it's going to get better. They're going to learn how to work from it. It's like any brand new thing that comes out. You're going to have your glitches. You're going to mm-hmm. have your your problems. They're going to iron them out and it's going to be great. No, but it's been awesome to see some of the stuff it did for this race. And they're talking yeah. about lighting up some more of these casino properties and their mm-hmm. billboards and highlighting the race and including. Yeah, like I said, on. every year it'll get better. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. So let's talk about one of the last good things that I saw throughout this setup is I didn't notice very much homeless throughout the strip at all for one of the first times. I don't know if the police were working on this or what was taking place, but you didn't see it taking place. Maybe because they couldn't sit on the bridges and stuff, which we'll talk about in a second, but they were non-existent for one of the very first time. New Year's, they're still present. Big holidays, they're all around. And there was probably, what, at least 10 or 20 times more security oh, on all. So, I mean, that army. that's a deterrent already. Yeah, the you army, know? the police were out there with freaking right. rifles. So yeah, I think that's part a, of the reason that yeah, they were very right. sparse. So let's talk about these walkways. This was some of the bad, right? This was some of the, no, this was some of the ugly, actually. Yeah. The walkway employees. So the walkways, for one, I want to mention, were lit up, and they had these white films on the glass. So as they were lit up, you couldn't see out. You couldn't see the race or anything like that. So there was pointless for you to take videos and pictures, right? right. Which I did anyway. <laughs> and they were very rude, these employees that were on there. Not the police, per se, but the police were in the presence of these right. employees to make sure nothing got crazy. But these police... Security. But these employees for the actual event were really telling people hey no stopping no taking pictures no videos there was one point where a guy stopped and this dude was just yelling in his face keep walking keep walking i stopped at one point and took a video going down the escalators and the guy's like why are you stopping i'm like i'm going down to ask what are you gonna do kick me out of the walkway i'm going down the thing already right <laughs> like but at the same time they're like no videos no pictures and they were rude one lady well as i was live streaming I heard her yell out while the cops were sitting there, right? She yells out, everybody keep moving, get off my bridge. And some people were mocking her like, how can you afford a bridge on minimum wage? And like, <laughs> they, 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 it was hilarious. But there was just so many rude people. And right. even the police officer kind of shook his head when she said that. And we're like, God damn, like they were rude. Right. I've never seen that. And that's not the perspective you want to give off to tourists. I was just, just going to say that. Yeah. That sucks. So I think that's something they'll definitely need to work yeah, work on. 100%. Hopefully they get feedback that, that results in them being a proponent of 
better security or better ways yeah, to yeah. avoid at yeah. least that kind of watching. Because, you know, I mean, it's it's a public walkway. Yes, 100%. You know, you can't. And so now they're trying to make it a law. That's another thing. They're trying to make it a law in general to be able to stop and take pictures on the bridges and stuff right. now in Vegas. Which is which ridiculous is because that's yeah. a tour. It's a tourist attraction. The signs are there for tourists, yeah. you know, 100%. to attract their property. It's, I don't know, that's going a little overboard in my opinion. They did do it much there. I, I thought that was a little above and beyond right. some of those aspects. Some walkways were cool. You didn't have to worry about And bottom it. line is, you know what? Seven out of the 10 people that were visiting Vegas were probably A, not F1 fans, and B, they can't afford a grandstand ticket. Let them see what they can see. Yeah. Let well, them get yeah. the little glance in. Like, it's not hurting the bottom dollar for the people that bought the big tickets that wanted that, you know, guaranteed seat. And from what I understand, the people who had the big tickets and the grandstand tickets, like, they enjoyed themselves. Exactly. They had the experience they right. expected for the money that they paid, right. right? And some people, they got screwed paying more than others. And right. we're not going to cover too much about that because we've talked about that in the past. But there was different perspectives of different fan zones and grandstand sections you were in. And so that's another thing to take into perspective. Yes, yes, you have access to the race and the grandstands and the section that you're in, but every different section and grandstand throughout the race had something different going on. I know there's right. different party atmospheres. The paddock area had a main stage for the performers and everything. Caesars was a part of the main actual fireworks ending show. The main announcement took stuff. The main announcement and the driver ended up uh, walking out on the track, like at the paddock area, some stuff there drove and took the driver along the race and they made slow stops around the track and stuff to wave at fans. And there was a lot going on. If you're there for the F1 experience, you know that you're there to watch the cars go by you, take place, you know, at that expense to see the race at that view, right? Right. Versus actually being able to comprehend what's going on. And for me being a new person, I want to know what's going on. Right. I want to know, hey, who took what place and I want to see that take place versus just seeing the shoom, 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 which is cool still because, like I said, that sound, that sight, <laughs> those cars, like all yeah, you get you to said. see was that car orange. Oh, yeah. that was a blue one. That's all you get to see. Oh, that's a dark blue one. Like you don't know. Who and you it said is. E even with that, you were still in awe. You're like, I got to admit, it was really cool. I love it. I love yeah. it. I thought it was cool. Again, Vegas does unique things. And right. because this is a unique thing, I wanted to see what it brought to the city. And not only that, from the tourist perspective, but to embrace something new, right? We didn't know anything about this. Would I go again? At that, that's one of my final questions. Would I go again? Absolutely. <laughs> maybe I would pay to go get that experience next time. For one day, maybe in a grandstand, one day over at Alice Island and see what their grandstand's like and their food, because they have a whole package that they were doing, right? right? Everybody's doing something different. And I think that's my thing is And to next focus year, on. as it evolves, I'm sure there will be more added by, you know, Certain casinos, maybe more grandstands built yeah. based on how this year ended up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Know? And bottom line, Vegas profited like like more more or less what they thought they would, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I, I think their numbers are going to come back to th be where they thought they were. We're going to find out. But yeah. I think casino-wise, I think those numbers are still going to be where they anticipated. Attendance-wise, I don't know if that's going to be where they Yeah, I don't know if hotel be. rooms we'll were quite filled like they thought they were going to be sold out well, because, but they you know it was that first year and it was the prices and here's a lot what, of people didn't book because it was such an extremity for a while here's what was crazy and that thursday night the first night of practice races i got so many emails babe from of shows yeah 
shows free show buy one get one free from bellagio right um oyo free shows and a lot of shows that went ahead and blacked out yeah for that for that weekend there were so many people trying to get you and there was people downtown bartenders bartenders over at mandalay bay everywhere when i posted about dude i've never seen vegas like this this is weird and everybody's like oh they're over at the race which there was a good crowd at the race but it's not the typical vegas we saw the race day i will say race day versus the two practice days leading up totally different atmosphere it was busier on race day of course it's the big day practice days leading up to it and even the wednesday wednesday before i had gotten there that night downtown was absolutely a ghost town yeah that's what i i had heard i heard like that occupancy rates downtown were some of the lowest all year there was a bartender downtown that said she ended up owing money because she had to tip out some of her <laughs> barbacks. Like, that's crazy. She's like, I used to make 900 bucks a night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, downtown. Like, that's crazy. And to hear people say, oh, Vegas was busy, you know, nobody. I don't think that that was the no. actual case. I don't think so. I didn't see it. It was. I was everywhere. You know me. I go to every property. It was property. profitable, but not populous. Yes. Yeah. Okay, tell me, I I could be totally wrong, but the type of people with the big dollars that that attracted, I would guess that the high-end restaurants were very busy. Oh, yeah. And the suites and the tables were busy. Because very affluent people don't play slots, they play table games. So the table games were probably very busy at the the high-end casinos, and all of the high-end restaurants were probably very busy. So to, to your point, when Venetian and... Caesars? Caesars absolutely had crowds. Yeah. Absolutely had crowds after the race was over race day. Before that leading up to it, like I said, I got these viewing spots without fighting anyone. Right. There was, I was just there, Pat put on my gimbal and put the camera on, right? Like I was just there and happened to be in the area. There was no chasing me out because I wasn't in the inconvenience of crowded people. Right. Right. So that was nice. Um, But like I said, the people on those bridges, boys, I like, there was one guy, right? He was all masked up. He was one of the employees for the company. He was all masked up with like a shirt or something, right? Looked like one of those freaking terrorists, right? (laughs) He's got himself all masked up and people are walking by and slowing down. Well, there's only one bridge going down with the escalator, right? And the one going up's not going anywhere. So people are still coming up and walking up and it's making this traffic jam. This guy is still trying to clear the walkways. Everybody keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> well, he got behind this one guy that was kind of behind me. And I felt the guy, not the worker, but the guy behind me kind of bump into my yeah. back shoulder. Meaning that dude, was the employee, bumped yeah. into his back. And he told him, dude, don't fucking touch me, yeah. right? And the guy's like, excuse me, excuse me. And kept going and pushed yeah. him some more. The guy got in his face and just kind of like, dude, what did I fucking tell you? And oh. the police officers came over like, hey, what's going on? He's like, this dude just pushed me in the back twice, and I told him not to touch me. And the employee's like, I'm trying to make my way that way, and this guy just purposely slowed down. I said, that's not the case. We have nowhere to go. Right. And the police officer told him, like, dude, you need to calm down. Yeah. You need to calm down. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'll tell your boss. You know, like, it, it got pretty tense yeah. in some situations. But, yeah, it's is it worth going? Yes, still go. Yeah. Check out the ambiance. Check out the vibe. Check out there's so many pop-up vending booths around town. Yeah. Right? You can buy all these hats that are 80 bucks there. <laughs> or side note, because you're an awesome listener to this podcast, you could just go on Amazon and spend half the price. <laughs> I had people on TikTok that were like, Jay, how much are those hats? I said, 80 bucks. They're like, I'm looking at them on Amazon right now. They're 35. They go, let's go to the shirts. How much are the shirts? I said, this one's at 185. They're all that very same shirt I'm looking on. Uh, on Amazon right now, it's listed at 
$75. I'm like, well, are you serious? They're like, yeah, just the influx, but it's there. If you need it, you want to get that experience. FYI, entrepreneurs, pre-buy next year. Oh, pre-buy uh, them on Amazon. Take them and sell them on the street. And uh, well, here, here's the, here, here. Oh, that's great. I'm just saying. That's great you said this because this was the last perfect topic to mention. <laughs> street vendors selling shirts, anything like that yeah. for F1, absolutely were getting knocked by the police. They're getting their stuff confiscated. No, were they, they? Yeah, babe, they had bags, duffel bags of these shirts they wanted to sell. So yeah. in Las Vegas, the police had them pulled over, taking their stuff away. We're not letting them sell. The no only place way. you were able to buy stuff were at the actual stand-up pop-ups. They had people in front of Paris. They had people See, in front of Venetia. See, that makes no sense to me. It's the hustle side, right? No but if they sense. don't have no business permit or I mean, there's got to be a loophole. It, there's got to be a loophole. There's plenty of you know loopholes. I mean? But if they're already fighting food vendors, that right? Are already yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're chasing the hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Remember the chase of the hot dog guy? Oh yeah, yeah. That's great. Good times. Yeah, good times. No, so I did. I wanted to give you guys the different perspectives of viewing the race from different areas, from actual VIP as well, and just kind of give you my thoughts on the whole thing. Is it cool? Yeah, I thought it was really freaking cool. Would I go back to see more of it? Yes. Would I actually pay to go to the race? Maybe the practice days. I don't yeah. know about the big days because I want to see it on TV. I want to see right. Vegas. I'm there for Vegas. I'm not there for the race, right, right? Uh, per se. So I thought it was really neat, something different to see him, the fact that it was the first time taking place in town. Hell yeah, we had to be there to see it, to check yeah. it out and get more about it. So, uh, again, the atmosphere of people, very cool people. The monorail, we were packed like raisins in a freaking, <laughs> in this thing. Like, there were so many people. There was one lady who was freaking out, right? I forgot to mention. This one lady was freaking out in the monorail because it was so packed. She's like, I'm so, I have claustrophobic yes. issues, and right? And so, this guy's like, and he's drunk off his ass, right? He's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be in here. You can get out at this stop and maybe wait for the next one. And she's like, sir, that's not very nice, right? And so, he's like, oh, you stop crying now, right? And he's drunk, right? So, the lady, he's like, oh, let me guess. You're from a small town, right? And as soon as he says this... <laughs> As soon as he says that he's drunk, you don't, his friends are like, fuck. Aww. As soon as he says this, the lady behind him, right? She taps him on the shoulder. Sir, full on in dead tears. She's crying. Sir, I'm from a small town. He's like, what the fuck's that even mean? Yeah, it was great, babe. I laughed. Just a small town. Yeah, it yeah. was so funny. He's like, what does that even mean? You're from yeah, a small right? town. What is that? Like, oh yeah, it was so awesome. I laughed so much. Just, I saw a lady walking with a motorcycle tire around her hips oh, gosh. in the Sahara Casino. Like, there was some weird stuff going on during race week, but... She was dressed up, boo. It was... It, it was, it was it she was, was a few scene. couple weeks late for Halloween, that's oh, all. Oh, the outfit oh. that definitely <laughs> took the weekend was the race girl outfit. They were everywhere. They oh, took yeah. over strip. Yeah, showgirls were non-existent. <laughs> they were, they race, were girls. race girls all weekend long. Yeah, it was pretty. That's smart, though. They, yeah. I bet they made good, good money. Hey, you got to go with what? They say them girls on the strip make like a thousand bucks a day. I don't doubt it, especially the way they, they hustle. Um, yeah, 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 they hustle. Yeah. They hustle. Well, that's been it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this perspective of F1. And again, my thoughts i would love to know your thoughts if you were in town if you got to check out the race or if you even watched it on tv i got a bunch of videos and stuff that i've been putting out on youtube a new steak video of five different steaks you can get under 20 bucks is out on the actual youtube channel there's all kinds of stuff on the youtube channel right now both shorts and actual video versions there's a lot more stuff coming i got interviews lined up we have trip reports and businesses to tell you about just so much stuff but i knew this f1 topic people would want to hear about because 
it got a lot of attention on yeah. Twitter. It got a lot more interactions on YouTube and stuff. So I thought it'd be a popular topic to cover. So again, thank you for joining us this week. And we will chat with you in just a few days when we talk about more Vegas with you guys. Until next episode. Cheers. cheers.